pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left. We are back and we are still, against all expectations, the world's favourite, oldest and bestest video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. For the next hour, we're going to be doing what we always do in case you have forgotten... Let's talk about video games, sort of, play some video game music, have a couple of video game-related features, and have the video game news. We're back! It's been a little back. While, How long has it? it been? Uh, when do we leave? I think our last live episode was in February. We set off in February. Mm, One-hour ha- adventures. Voyage what's, across the sea. What's happened since then? Did five shows at GDC. Yeah. Felt like more. Did it? <laughs> <laughs> really wearing. Well, it sort of was in a it way. It was weary, wasn't it? I think we saw, the shows were longer than an hour. Yeah. Some of them were as long as like ruin, an hour and a half. Don't so ruin the magic. In, in total. Some of them didn't make the chop, did I? Some of that stuff Molyneux said. That's on the cutting room floor. Cool, we cut it all out. Yeah. Didn't we? No, I mean you can download the full length podcast at uh, at the URL, which I've forgotten. <laughs> Welcome where, back, where Steve. Are the podcasts? Uh, they're on the uh, they're onelifeleft.com. On the, the, they're on the iTunes feed. Well, I don't think they are on onelifeleft.com. I don't think okay. we put them up there, but they are on our feed. So you should subscribe to the podcast. I think I think if you listen to them, you can tell when we're tired. Really, can't you? Can you? Well, you what, I mean, I lost my voice. Yeah, and you could tell when I was just a little bit overtired. And some people came and sat down, and we didn't know who they are, what to do. We didn't know what what to ask How, them. Why are you powered through it though? Who are you? What are you doing? Here. Why are you? Um, wh- Who are we? <laughs> if we talk to you for a bit, can we? Does that make going home come sooner? <laughs> I like the way I was editing the final one because we had to cut all of these podcasts down to an hour to broadcast on Resonance over the last five weeks. And I was editing the last one, and it got to the bit where we were saying goodbye. I just come back from a song, and you go bye. <laughs> <laughs> we should thank our dear uh, GDC host, shouldn't we, uh, Gamma Sutra? Oh yeah, yeah. Chris. Was so good to us, better than we deserve. Always. Yes, thank you very much for looking after us. Then what else have we done? We've had the party. We did have the party, didn't we? we? Did. We've done two sort of parties, haven't we? We've done the One Life Life party and our very first third stay. Third stay. We'll talk about that more later in the show, I Excellent. Think. Uh, we also had our fundraising party. That's what we're talking about. Oh. Keep up, Pam. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so that's been good. Well, we should we should catch everybody up, shouldn't we? As we uh, as, as we go through the show, we should. We did have a discussion with our caretaker as well as whether whether this is the start of a new season or the end of an old one. And what was the uh, the I outcome? Think this is, I think this is going to be the, the end of the old one. We're just going to tidy up a few loose ends okay. today. There are a few things to be tidied up, and then we can launch a fresh in a couple of weeks. We have a media blitz, PR what? blitz. Okay, good. I think. Excellent. Uh, we've got quite a packed studio this evening, haven't we? We've got a man there who's got a tape on his stomach, shaking his head. <laughs> Hello, George. How are you doing? Good, good. You're not on mic today, though, are you? No. You've already been on twice. Yes. Michael Fredrickson. I've been on more than twice. How are you doing? Very well. Welcome back. We, we met you at a GDC, didn't we? Oh, yes. And you're over en route to Nordic with Steve and Anne? Absolutely. Uh, not with Anne. Are you not going? No. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah, when I said absolutely, I meant just for Steve. <laughs> okay, well, I've maybe got plans for it. I think there was a note of delight in your face, though. No, oh, interesting. Well, that's nice, because you'll be in the same country together. Yeah, so. uh, but Come we've on. got our actual studio guest, yes. Chris Thomas. Hello, Chris. Hi. First time on the uh, on the show. Uh, Chris, you're from Fuzzy Face. Yes, Fuzzy Face right. Limited? Fuzzy Face Games? Well, I was going to call it Fuzzy Face Games, but then I went with Fuzzy Face Studios. In case, studios. In case we need to make non-games to survive, you know, like... Very forward-thinking. apps or don't like pigeonhole that. yourself. Exactly. Just to paint the picture, he does in fact have a fuzzy face. Thanks very much. Michael mm. Frederickson's assumed the role of fact checker. Apparently, for you, for you, the listeners. Apparently, most people do have fuzzy faces these days. I was Did reading they? an article that said we we're at peak beard. Peak beard. So you're losing yours. You're I the see. least fuzzy I'd in the room. Actually, I. <laughs> <laughs> Good, shouldn't, Chris. shouldn't spoil the match. No, we shouldn't spoil the match. Don't, get, don't look at uh, Anne in HD. Chris, we're going to talk to you later, aren't we? Cool, sounds good. Uh, but we're going to start the show as we used to start the show um, with Anne's news. It's 7.04 on Monday the 19th of May. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Microsoft is to sell the Xbox One without Kinect in all markets from the 9th of June. The Kinectless console will, you know, cost less. A standalone Kinect sensor will go on sale in the autumn. Looks like Microsoft really is disconnected with this one. Good move, bad move. Never going to happen. What? Never going to happen, is but it? No, no, it. they would love to, but they can't. But they <laughs> no, they'd love to. We'd love to do one without Connect, but we just can't. But we just can't. What they said? No, they can't do it. Anne. That's what they said, Anne. At you've the start, fallen for a, you've fallen for a May Fool here. Yeah. <laughs> they can't do it. It's all hardwired. There's no. It's not as simple as just taking the Connect out of the box and charging less for it. We can't, we'd love to, Anne. Mm. But they're doing no, it. No, they're not doing it. They said they, they couldn't, said though. They, they couldn't said they, When they launched Xbox so One, they said they couldn't, couldn't be done. Fished in, as they'd say yeah. in Wayne's World. More for you. Fished in. So they can do it, can't they? Because Apparently. they already had to renee on lots of things they said they couldn't do beforehand, which were the things that they needed Connect for. Yeah. Uh, I think. Lend- yeah, borrowing games, all that sort of Actually, stuff. how yeah. does that fit with Connect? Don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not interested in that. What I am interested in this, which I believe is a backwards step for video gaming. What, oh. Microsoft dropping Connect. I think it's terrible. I think it's such a shame that the world has bullied them into this position, uh, where we were we were looking at a situation where Microsoft had a console which had all these features, some of which were weird and some of which seemed seemed a bit dodgy and some of which seemed creepy. But I think that that was a PR problem. A lot of those features are in PCs and in Sony's console already, and and you know that that has its own Connect, although it's not obligatory. Instead, Microsoft have pulled it from this machine, and we all know that you can't design games for hardware add-ons. I agree. I was, um, and so that possibility of games that just work with this console. That's gone now. No, I agree. Uh, they've created a fragmented market. I did. Uh, I laughed myself uh, over the weekend. I was tidying up, um, and I found my um, my copy of King Kong on HD DVD, mm-hmm. the HD DVD yeah, yeah, drive yeah, that uh, Microsoft told me I should buy. Yeah, it seems. I mean, is it bullied or is it um, or is it because of the price and that people are just buying more PlayStation Fours and the only re- and and they they think that the that they can't sell it, they can't tell people about why we should have Connect. Well, I when think it comes down to if we hadn't had the Twitter. Furore in the first place about um, lending games and being able to lend and everything being locked down with DRM, then they would have been able to lop $100 off the price more easily because their systems would have been in place to support that. As it is, they've had to revert to an old console gaming system. And what we've got is the Xbox 360 plus one, yeah. which is, you know, is not something I'm interested in. No, it is str- but they've, um, they also, apologies if you're going to cover this, Anne, but they've also just let um, some people from Rare go, sadly, following mm. Disappointing sales of Connect Sports mm. 2, is it? Mm. But those games don't work or haven't worked. So, I, well, so I looked at that and I thought, well, if you're surprised by those sales, you're not doing your job properly. I was fortunate enough while I was in America to play Fantasia, Harmonix's new Connect uh, only game, uh, which is. Uh, you know, based on the Disney movie Fantasia. It's kind of like a video game follow up. And it was phenomenal. 
and that game does things with music that I've never seen seen in video games before. It certainly works as a gesture controlled experience, as a dancing experience as well. It's it's one of the most successful ones I've ever played. And that game could not exist if it was being built for a fragmented market. It can only exist because they know everyone with a Xbox One will have a Connect. Only that's not true anymore. And I feel so sorry for those guys having this dropped. Uh, yeah, on them. no, I, I I completely agree. And just to go back to the rare point, yeah, I'm not sort of dismissing what's happened today i just i just find you know maybe it's they are out of step with maybe these games aren't selling because i don't know people got their hands burned by the original connect mm-hmm. you know what i don't get and what i didn't get at the time is why people were so furious about this stuff because the simplest thing to do is just don't buy it or if you're scared about connect tracking you cover up the senses block up the senses whatever you know but it what doesn't if they matter can see through what if they can see through materials it's steve it's true i'm they not can. what if it's to, the nsa they can. Yeah. can they yes <laughs> <laughs> then i take it back i just I, I just think it's all part of this you know climate which is i'm on twitter i want to get out Outraged with something I'm never going to do this retweet 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 without think without thinking about the greater consequences I, for I, I sort of agree creativity sure but I, I I think it's fundamentally to do with price and the fact that it, well, it must mm-hmm. be that the system isn't selling look at what well, happened with the Wii yeah. U this yeah. week John Lewis uh, was selling it for 112 pounds yeah. and I was tempted to buy one mm-hmm. then right because there's a tipping point for it in a canal <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, there's a tipping point for everything and that's sadly at the moment driven by price and unfortunately they can't wait for the price to fall that far and that fast but do they have to they're Microsoft they're one of the biggest companies in the world they've got so much money I think they could stand to take a hundred dollar hit on all of these right. things just for the benefit of of selling more consoles and selling more software units they they could have definitely stood to do that if they had all of the learning games thing, if they were positioned to become the next Valve. But we're frightened of Microsoft being Valve. We're not frightened of Valve no, being exactly, Valve because, yeah. hey, they made Half-Life 2. So. The, um, sorry, the thing I think that's quite interesting is the timing of it before E3. Yep. So bundling Connect with Xbox was very much a statement from Microsoft saying, we believe that this is the future of interacting with electronic entertainment. But now since they've made that commitment, so much stuff has happened in the world of VR in terms of the Oculus Rift being purchased and Sony have come out with Morpheus and I think Microsoft are going oh maybe it isn't about motion maybe it's about virtual reality so maybe ditching the connect now is them kind of distancing themselves from that interaction um, system if you will before they reveal some kind of virtual reality I don't think they ever thought it was the future of controlling games I think they thought it was the future of controlling things in your living room which is what they wanted the Xbox One to be and they're failing to sell for enough units because people have got other ways of playing Netflix now and better ways that they don't need Xbox Live Gold to use I just think from if you take everything aside, if you're not interested in who's going to win the console race, if you're not interested in uh, you know uh, platform exclusives or any of the garbage they use to sell platforms, if you just are interested in games as a progressive medium and different games, different forms of games, it's sad that a lot of creators will not be able to make them anymore. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. I think um, shift, not they haven't moved the goalposts sort of mid-term, have they? They've, they've sort of packed the goalposts up of them mm-hmm. uh, selling it for cheaper. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I think overall it's a great shame. Um, yeah, and you have to feel sorry for those people that have sort of believed what they said and said, you know, investing in it and making those games right now because at the moment they've sort of, the new audiences that are going to buy an Xbox without Connect are going to, not play those games not buy those have games have we forgotten how to be flippant I was, yeah I just no, this is the most serious <laughs> conversation we've had about news come on like guys connect off <laughs> Flappy Bird will be flapping back onto the app store this August this time with multiplayer that's according to a series of tweets by CNBC the game was removed earlier this year after creator Dong Win felt the game had become an addictive product as well as this re-release Win said uh, is also said to be working on many games including one where a man jumps from building to building One Life Left has its fingers crossed for the celebratory Eurovision crossover release Rise Like a Flappy Bird um, where are they getting this information from this sort of is jumping from a building to a building is said to be you said who is saying that as CNBC is saying okay it. but where are they getting from that from um, they're getting it from uh, conversations sources sources I Our think they're getting says. it from a picture that he tweeted of a man jumping between buildings. <laughs> right, and that's news. That's not being said to be doing something. I, I mean, I thought, I, so my, how I uh, pictured the uh, flow of information now is that CNBC are saying, you know, we've got this. Because um, he sort of 
ran from the media spotlight, didn't he? I can imagine now that he ran to their arms, CNBC, and he's like living with them now, mm. embedded with them, and now and that, that's how they, they is that how that it's going? That they're getting it firsthand. They've he's given him asylum. The, yeah, yep. exactly. He's like the Julian Assange <laughs> of game development, and now he's speaking through their Twitter account. That's so good. Good that he's got. Yeah, a nice I mean, place so what to happened to the not to wanting to get out of the media spotlight? Well, I mean, he's not really in it. He's not like. Out. Well, you're talking about him. Right, but people are going to keep talking about him because it was a Apparently very big... Apparently so, Why don't you let it go? I you can't let it go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can't let it go. It's good that it's coming back out, though. Is it? Everyone liked it. Did they? <laughs> I thought it was all right. You thought it was all I right. Did I anybody think... actually like it? Yes. Yes, George did. George it's a good right, job you don't have a microphone. It. Did you? Yes. I only managed to get... I think four. Okay, but you love that. I you love, love it. I, I love, love it. not. Be, I love and not I being good at something. Get, I want to get to five. <laughs> one day. One, one day, day I George. Five. That's that's all I want right. to in life. Five. Did you like it, Michael? I liked it in in ways that saddened me. Like I only liked it. <laughs> I love those things. <laughs> I, I I only liked it when I was beating my roommate at it. Right. And you know, how's w- it going to work as a multiplayer? Well, you presume you can beat your roommate at it. Yeah, but it makes it easier for Michael. Yeah, so you I can feel multiple people soon. are going to play it. Okay, I think that's the multiplayer. Thing. Oh, almost like a multiplayer. <laughs> Interesting, <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm not Do you sure. Think it's multiple birds if at one the, time. Sources have told me there's a word for that. No, it's thing. probably going to be a, flat, a bird racing against a man jumping from building to building. <laughs> right. Okay, nice. well we'll look forward to that. Electronics company Philips is trying to get the Wii U banned from sale in the US, and not because it's frustrated with the selection of games available on the console. The company is bringing the law to Nintendo because of some patent infringements relating to their user interfaces designed to be navigated by a pointing device and technologies that replicate a user's real-life actions in-game. Philips is seeking a trial by jury. Wii U? More like Wii, you better check your patent infringements before things get legal. Uh, it's, it's almost like the uh, the music underneath the, the, the new stop there for you, wasn't it? For, <laughs> so yeah, we can appreciate the joke. Yeah, it's a good joke. It's a good joke. This, is season, this is season nine, isn't it? Don't know. So season ten, we we have to at some point brainstorm sort of new guidelines for season ten to keep the show fresh. I propose that one of them is that for Anne's news in season ten, no more patent stories. Okay. Oh, I love them, Steve. Because that's because we get at least one. A week, and oh, it's I always just... the same, and none of them ever go anywhere. All that happens is there's a settlement. I think Google and Samsung settled this week, like mm-hmm. agreed. Oh, that's uh, nice. Or maybe it was Apple Google and Google, and or Apple. Apple and Sam. Yeah. What would you prefer? That Try, trial by death. I, I prefer that we just don't talk about them and let the you know corporations sort it out. People make what they want to make, and we buy them, and uh, you know that's it. Is that okay? No, Steve, I mean, it's sounds... not okay. This is I mean, people's what, this not... is people's intellectual property. What you, so what you're saying though is that you're you're fed up with the with the news of it. I'm you fed trying up to with do the an out of the job. I'm just saying I mean I can leave, Steve. Maybe. If you want me to leave. I feel like I you're trying leave. to muzzle the press, which, you know, <laughs> honestly is alarming. I think there are five more interesting stories every week than Please patients. tell me which ones they are. Well this is her, this is her third and none of them have been. <laughs> <laughs> this is tenser than Flappy Bird. Is it? Yeah, yeah, for me, yeah. it's going to be a trial by jury. But but these things never they like never so, so, so the Wii U will be on sale in America. Yeah, you'll go. Don't you worry, Michael. When you get back, you'll be able to go and buy one. I need one. <laughs> right. Well, if you need one, why don't you have one? Patent law. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Living in fear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, we look forward to this sort of quietly disappearing. Then, yeah, that'll be the resolution of that story. Oh, this story is coming back every <laughs> week. every week until it's resolved. Well, let's let's make it into a feature then. Oh, I'm really looking forward Patent to Patent updates. <laughs> okay. Good. Russia has given dangerous and provocative game The Sims 4 an 18-plus rating. The rating was passed because EA's sandbox title allows players to form same-sex relationships. Russia's 436FZ law was put in place to protect minors from the propaganda of a non-traditional sexual relationship. EA has said that it has no plans to change the game. One Life Left believes games depicting any kind of relationship should be given an adult rating because children should be kept away from the trauma of human interaction. How's it going, Anne? Terribly. I really like the way that Russia is slowly painting itself as the sort of bad guy that video games have been painting Russia as for decades. Um, Yeah, this is awful, isn't it? I mean, for them. Dreadful. (laughs) Are we available in Russia? Uh, well, any, we could any... easily make ourselves not available by <laughs> promoting same-sex relationships. So Why, two of Steve? you kiss now. Not that one. Any, any, any other two any, of you. Okay. 
There we go. Done. Wow. Okay, well, 18 we are... rated. We're going to do parental advisory. <laughs> Take wow. that, Russia. Haven't they also, they've also banned <laughs> swearing, haven't they, on TV and films, I understand, but they didn't mention games. Is that they, right? They have. No, that, well, I think they said they've banned people from selling things involving involving swearing as well so you can't swear on tv uh, and anything you buy has to be shrink wrapped is that right yeah <laughs> with a swear word in oh lord that helps that does help a lot though. it does doesn't yeah. it yeah 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 um well at least we wouldn't have to be shrink wrapped oh if we could shrink wrap patent law that might help <laughs> That's a callback, a valid comedy device. That's good, yeah. I was, <laughs> no, I hate you. <laughs> no, I was, I was just trying to think. I think that, there, that there's a more appropriate way to package stuff that's got, that contains swear words, and that's probably that stuff you get from Amazon that you can't open. Ooh, yeah, the little air pouches. Can you open those? The ones yeah, that, you mean, have that, that make yes. your fingers bleed. And you can then almost you open anything. Put swears back oh, in Oh, blister packs, blister right, packs. Okay, yeah. Do you think sure. we have any Russian listeners? Hey, Russian listeners. Wait, Thingy was a bit uh, Russian, wasn't she? Daria. Daria. She was a bit Russian, yeah. yeah. When she did Do you her... think she still listens? No. It's a good job because I called her Thingy. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, it really is a dog's life. Not content with walkies, dogs have demanded that they get their own console too. After hitting its Kickstarter goal, hardware company Cleverpet is developing a console for dogs. Pooches will hit a button to receive a treat in a series of increasingly difficult games. All the good boys and bitches out there can't wait for this to be unleashed. I tell you what, what you talk about ending up at the bottom of a canal. Oh, right, yeah. The console, I mean. Yeah, can we just point out that Anne's uh, swear word is um, admissible in Russia because it's biology. Uh, it is biology, it's yeah. dogology. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, right, that's nonsense then, isn't it? How much did they raise? Uh, it was like 100,000. 100,000. Or 10,000. Stupid <laughs> dog owners. Yeah, it's quite a lot though, wasn't it? But they're doing it. They're right. making that console. Right. Might sell more than the Wii U, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> it looks quite good, though. Maybe uh, maybe I'd quite enjoy playing it. Hit a button, get a treat. <laughs> right. Well. Hit a different button, get a different treat. The way things are for you at the moment, though, Anne, probably, that'd probably be broken, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Patent law <like> callback. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry. left on Resonance 104.4 FM, the best radio station in the world. We raised money for them, didn't we, while we were away? We did, yes. Thank you very much for everybody who came and donated. Um, it made Team Monday the, the best performing team, apparently. Mm, we won. One Life Left won. One. Yep. If you want to donate money to Resonance FM, you probably should. Go to the website, www.resonancefm.com. There's a button to empty your bank account. It's <laughs> just, <laughs> just drains. Like in a movie, you see a little bar going, oh. thanks very much. But what price can you put on One Life Left existing another eight years? I think, I think it was £8, wasn't it? Yeah, Which included that. Eventbrite's booking fee. <laughs> so, so. And we didn't sell out. No. <laughs> Still, plenty more opportunities. Uh, who did we just listen to? Did you tell us? This is Dread and Urban Chill. Okay, did you mean to put it on? I did mean to put it on, yes. yes. Chris, how's it going? It's going good. Are you enjoying your sh- first show, first hand? I am, yes, very much so, yeah. It's good. Is it how you imagined it? Um, it is, yeah, because I did a bit of research before I came on and I went on YouTube and looked at a previous, like, cast so I could get a feel for okay. the room and, right. like, you know, where people would be sitting. 
Nice. I uh, stumbled across a picture of Anne today. I was doing some research for a talk I'm doing in July. That's how um, prepared I'm going to be. going to be um, analysing Mike Bithell. And um, I... Um, there, there was some sort of Tumblr picture alert. No, um, Flickr alert for Scantleberry photos, I noticed, Anne. Well. <laughs> and only two of them were of you. Oh, yeah. That's so, a shame. Um, but yeah, some very old photos of us going back. Um, yeah, us winning the GMA. Happy day that was, wasn't it? Poor Guy Cocker stole it. So yeah, um, yeah. There we go. I've just depressed myself now by thinking about Guy let's Cocker. Chris, let's up. talk about you. All right, let's win another GMA. Yes, fuzzy face. Game. This is an exclusive That's now. The spirit. <laughs> this is a, there we go. This Get is a, out of the wallowing <laughs> and let's win another award. Okay, here we go. Uh, hold tight, everybody. So, Fuzzy Face Games, you're releasing a game on Thursday, aren't you? Yes. It's your first game. It is our first Tell game, Tell us yes. about it. Okay, it's called Crobble. Uh, it's kind of a mix of Tetris meets Scrabble. So if you imagine the play area from Tetris where blocks fall in, but take those Tetrominoes and get rid of them and replace them with essentially different shaped Scrabble tiles. And as they fill the area, you have to tap on the letters to create words. So, for example, you tap G-R-E-A-T, they'll be all over the play area. Uh, that, that spells great. That spells great, exactly. Nice. nice. Thanks, nice. And uh, you hit submit, and those tiles will disappear, creating space for more tiles, and they will get you points. So, Fuzzy Face Games, you're a new team? Are you, how, how long have you been going for? Uh, well, we've been making one of our games for so about 18 studios. months now. Okay. Um, which we're not like in a position to talk about yet. But this, like, You are literally game, in a position to talk about well, it. You have a microphone in front of well, you. You're sitting down. Yes, well. I couldn't <laughs> be in a better physical position <laughs> or geographical position. But, um, yes, but Crubble was a kind of short kind of project that we put together. Together, um, before then, just so we could get something under our under our belts, okay. if you will. And so, how's that going then? Um, it's going quite well. I've been trying to get press to cover it, and that's been really hard. But I mean, it's who knew that people wouldn't want to cover an independent <laughs> word game during uh, E3 run-up time? Right. Um, but we, we are going to make them. We are going to have a big piss up on Friday though okay. in the pub. So I think that's probably all the PR you really need. Okay, I'm sure that's language we're not that's not allowed on the uh, on the radio there. But, but I did notice actually that um, I was playing Crobble today. I found it very enjoyable. Oh, thank you. Um, I did notice that you also do accept the. Um, the uh, the rudest swear <gasps> as really? legitimate. Do so I'm not surprised. What? Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, in our defence, we use the iOS dictionary for Do you? the word recognition. Okay, yeah. Muse was in there as well. The the yeah. I so stuck. it's just words you've added. You've <laughs> no, used no, in text messages. Right I was just checking them. Yeah. So it's a very different type of game. So who'd have thought that uh, that the world was crying out for a mix of uh, Tetris well, and Scrabble? We'll find out if they're crying out for it when it comes <laughs> out. But what struck me when we when I first played the prototype was that how has no one ever done this before? It's so ludicrously simple. And every time we put it in people's hands, they have a really good time with it and, you know, don't give the device back. So What I liked about it was that, um, so obviously our listeners are picturing the the letters tumbling from the top, but uh, using your iPhone or your uh, iOS uh, machine, um, you can can tilt it. So you can move all 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 the shapes around and sort of... Yeah, so we've got some really cool risk-reward mechanics in there. So um, we'll have green overlays that appear over the play area, and then any letters in that green space you'll get double points for. Okay. So you kind of want to tilt the device so that the letters land within that green area so you get double points. Um, but it's a really stressful, really intense game because the, the player starts to fill up really fast, and you're kind of going, right, do I submit a lot of three-letter short words or do I go for a big long word and get a multiplier bonus for doing a long word? Um, so, yeah, it... I think people will enjoy it. I really do. I, I don't like tilting. One star. <laughs> are, you looking for, Flappy Bird? are you looking forward to your uh, reviews, your user reviews? I'm terrified. I've heard it's this traumatic This is the first time experience. that I've been involved in creating something. Yeah. Because I, I, was just, I was just trying to <laughs> give you a little flavour of the experience there. Ah. Um, yeah, it broke me. I don't like tilting, but if you include no tilting, four stars. Tilting is optional. There we go. I'll put that in the description. Yeah, yeah I, I, um, Steve likes this sort of game. Uh, he likes Spell Tower, which I didn't get on with at all. I did buy. I've slept on the same floor as that gauge, so I can't be trusted. Okay. The bottom of the, uh, the, the One Life Left notes should say things like that. I noticed games journalists have got bored of doing that. Seems yeah. that way. For a yeah. while, they, they declared their interest. You know, oh, I had a sandwich at this yeah. PR event. Now they go to Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> ride horses. I saw that. They were all. Yeah, Unbelievable. Exactly. Wasn't it? And no one pointed it out. No one. We have. Did you? We didn't get invited to Iceland. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So yeah, but I, I enjoyed this. It was um, I, I'm already so you've given some codes out because some of my friends appear to be much higher up the, the leaderboards. Yeah, than we've I. got we've got Facebook integration. I've given some codes out to various games journalists and friends on Facebook. So um, who's been the best so far then? Um, so our, can, you, you, can you track their stats? From yeah, yeah. So we're tracking everything. Our art guy Rory is the only everything. guy in the world. Everything, to, everything, <laughs> everything. Yeah, absolutely. We, we You're the t- NSA. We actually oh, turn okay. on the camera and record every all your expressions <laughs> as you're playing it, so we can see how much you're enjoying. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, um, it's a real toilet playing game. So uh, it's out on Thursday. How's it been? So you mentioned it's the first thing that you've made. So how's how's that been working with Apple? You know, um, yeah, fine. I mean, our code is Sh- Shane has done a lot of that sort of submission process stuff. You basically just a lot of waiting around, really. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's been great. I mean, we're ready to press a button now at any point. So once we put it, so out it's Thursday, ready to go. So you've, yeah. you're holding it back, and you're going to push it and. Yeah, can exactly. We, can, we, can we do it on air? Yeah, can we, can we, can can we, we push, push that button? Come on. Ooh, I don't know. Shane has to do it, and he's in Canada. Where's, where's Shane? Shane? on the line. Call him up. Call him up. Canada's got the internet. Yeah. Why, why does Shane have to do it? Why don't you do it? Why, why is Shane you? keeping this from you? Because <laughs> he like does all Shane... the technical things. I do things like coming on the radio. Yeah, but I feel like this is classic Shane. <laughs> yeah. and Shane is always like, <laughs> no, It's about time you took control of your life back. It's true, actually. So let's press the button. So what are your hopes for it on Thursday? Well, my hopes are that I will become so wealthy and famous I'll have to run away from the media okay. Flappy Bird style and become a recluse <laughs> run into the yeah. that's yeah. the we like to have on every guest yeah. Yeah. Well, by the end of the show they want to be a recluse <laughs> exactly I want to end up like Mr Burns with um, you know Kleenex boxes on my feet and stuff <laughs> so is it uh, is it paid for I mean obviously I got it for free full disclosure it, it will be free to download and okay. the first 10 levels will be free so you can try it out and then and then you have to unlock arcade that, mode it will prompt you to unlock everything which which is how far I got. Yeah, so you should go ahead and unlock it. It's set to free for the time being, Simon. It, it won't it? break your bank, yeah. Okay. Fill your boots, mate. Interesting. Could you tell us about the uh, the visual design of said game? Uh, it's a lot of letters falling into a screen. Yeah, it's there's not... a lot of decisions to make, though. You want to make them look like real wood blocks? For, like, uh, they're like they glowing neon tiles. Um, we do have some cool particle effects when you submit a word that kind of Ooh. shatter into pieces and fade away. What's the font? Uh, ooh. ooh. Is it Sarah? Ooh, I want to say it's <laughs> called Conduit. Then say that. Say it. Yeah, I say think it. it's called Conduit. It. Shane we will, should probably get Shane's permission. Shane will murder me <laughs> if it's not Conduit. Uh, and what colour is it? What colour is what? The game. It. If it's any colour, it's turquoise. Excellent. Well, okay. good luck on Thursday. You're going to see the rest much. of the show. Uh, now we have a piece of music. Or the local news. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left Local News. Confusion reigns in the video game world after a controversial entrant won the Eurovision Pong Contest. The victor was a mustachioed lady called Conchita Waluigi who sung Rise Like a Moltres. For those of you who don't know, the Moltres is a fire and flying legendary Pokemon. We spoke to Conchita before her victory and she said, Conchita Waluigi number one, I'm gonna win. The Mushroom Kingdom, or Royal Champignon, Entrant Princess Peach was performing under her stage name of Polly, and she finished 17th. She was left bemused by a strange interview during the break, where she was given a curly-whirly cake for some baffling reason that was never fully explained. Thanks, and back to your usual programming. Letters. It's the One Life Left letters section. Thanks to Sega Badawi for the Thanks, local news. Sega. I enjoyed the Eurovision Song Contest a lot. Hello, team. Hi, writes, hi Steve. Writes Ben Hall. Oh, uh, hey, Ben. Possibly plus a super special guest. Actually, three or of two. them, really, yeah. As a listener, I can say it's great to have you back. However, I've been keeping myself going during this fallow gaming podcast period by reading Simon Parko Parkin's new video game newsletter. It's got a lovely new LinkedIn profile picture. Simon <laughs> Parker really does. attractive. So man. nice. Have you endorsed him? I did, yeah. Obviously, it would be very poor form of me to pick out the strange bits in Parco's newsletter, so I refrain from saying it's a bit gauche to end your letter with, till then, adieu. <laughs> I won't mention that you put his name as Parkin, almost as if you thought it was part of Gaming's own Bullingdon Club, along with Gillen, Hollis, and Iwata. <laughs> So I guess all I can say then was that it was all right. 
Till then, adieu. <laughs> Hall. From Ben Hall. Thanks, He's, Ben. Parko's got a newsletter, is he? He does. Yeah, yeah, everyone's doing it now. You can you got this there's this new newsletter thing. You can I didn't know about this. When did he start? Should we do a newsletter? Yeah. We should do. Let's Are you gonna write it? Yeah, okay, cheers. Do down. a patent cheers newsletter. <laughs> cheers, Dan. I'm gonna do a patent newsletter. If you subscribe to Parkins. No, no. I, you can just, Get enough of you him, can don't just we? read it. You, <laughs> you just call him up. Exactly, right. <laughs> Uh, Robert Wells writes, Hello, uh, sorry, hey, lovely people. I was at Game Camp 7 over the weekend, and one of the conversations I had was about having a massive unplayed Steam list. Be that because of Steam sales or Humble Bundles or good old-fashioned hoarding. Would you guys care to share your ratios owned, played, completed? Mine is about 110-1, and I'm ashamed. It's a good question. I... Yeah, it's got so bad that I can't be bothered to look at the humble website now. Mm. I can't be bothered to look at what will cost me sixty-three p. <laughs> it's dreadful, absolutely dreadful. You're compassioned out. Yeah, they, I mean they're they're doing a day of deals now, aren't they? Who cares? Okay, I've got enough. I've got over. Yeah, I bought too many games. Robert Wells, of course, uh, special guest at the One Life King. Left. King. King of, of the, the One Life Left uh, charity fundraiser. We wrote him a song. Yeah, we did. We did. Could have been you if you donated, listener. He said, he goes on, he also had a revelation that Will Wheaton's tabletop has stopped him buying lots of board games that he would have otherwise have thought were for me. It's also introduced him to lots of games he wouldn't have wouldn't have considered. What is there that can do this for video games for me? Hmm. Us? Us, yeah. Keep yeah, listening to one us. Um, yeah, uh, so what's your Steam ratio then, uh, team? Mine oh, is yours, yours, yours infinite count, right? Because I have a Steam Press account, so but I have you know I still get the same feeling like it's can't it's be bothered to download them. Oh, it's not that. No. Uh, you know, you can't have the same feeling with that. <laughs> <laughs> I put actual money there. You do. We fill it up like an electricity out. meter, don't we? Oh, we work very steps. hard. <laughs> it's difficult. <laughs> so, what's your Steam ratio, George? I, I think everything zero zero. Is it really? Probably bought so many. Play I've zero. Bought, yeah, I Ma- just keep it there. Okay, Michael, Chris, you Steam gamers. Uh, mine's one one one. Is it Half Life Two? Okay, excellent. <laughs> Keeping it pure. I think I've got about fifty games on Steam, and I've played two. One was Red Faction Guerrilla, and I couldn't get the audio to work. Excellent. And the welcome other, to PC gaming. Yeah, and then the other was Portal when it was free, oh. and then the rest are just stuff I bought in sales and just never got working because PC gaming's really laborious. Maybe this is an Emperor's New Clothes thing. Maybe none of these games work. And Valve right. just putting them on sale. You need, need to buy this now or I'll get around to it. Do you mean it's all just vapor? Oh. Should be a word for that. Ah. Dear team, I was wondering whether you would be good enough to mention on your wonderful show that Reads Like a Seven, the excellent evening of video game themed readings, will be returning to the forthcoming Stoke Newington Literary Festival. It is presented by someone called, I can't really pronounce this, uh, Steve. Simon, Simon Parkin, isn't it? Si- Parkin. Simon Parkin. Like si- I mean, Steve Simon Curran. Parkin is the. Have you ousted him? Yeah. It's Have been you? A coup. Excellent. <laughs> Steve Curran. Haven't heard of him myself, but I hear he's a big cheese in these circles. I think he's Terry Pratchett's daughter and he designed Fez or something. And we'll feature a rare live appearance by house poet Craig the Rage, as well as a free live performance by the band Muse. Nice. Thanks, Steve. Uh, it's on at Loading Bar, Stoke Newton Road, on Friday the 6th of June. Tickets from stokenewingtonliteraryfestival.com. Last year was a sellout, so do book. There will be laughter, gasps, sighs, tremulous whispers of unsuppressible emotion. Please do come. Cheers, Bruno Vincent. P.S. P- I should point out that Muse are yet to confirm at this point. Sure, they do. Excellent. So I think this is going to be fun. Um, something weird happened, though. I was using Facebook the other day, procrastinating writing my Nordic game talk that I'm giving on Thursday. And I was scrolling down and I saw my name from someone who I, you know, who isn't one of my friends on Facebook. And she was saying, everyone, you should come to this uh, this event that's happening on 6th of June. Is that right? 6th of June. 6th, 6th of, of June. June. You, should, no. you when... should come to this event that's happening on 6th of June. Steve Curran's presenting it. And we all love Steve Curran, don't we? Question mark, exclamation mark. Ooh. What does that punctuation Ooh. mean? Is that sarcastic? I Ooh. think that's international sarcasm. I don't know, but I saw it because she tagged Ed Fear in the in the post. How did she tag Ed Fear? Exclamation mark! <laughs> no, Two exclamation marks. But he will be he'll be reading as well. Okay. At the, Who at else the have event. you got? Uh, John Blythe is going to be doing something oh, there excellent. as well, and some other people to be confirmed. Oh. But yeah, um, I know we so haven't been asked. I mean, we haven't been asked quite yet. Though. Quite that's yet. Maybe like that's because it's taken as a given. Maybe yeah. that's right. because 
I haven't confirmed who I want. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't confirmed our availability. What are you doing on sick time? I'm actually moving the next day, so I might be packing. Okay, well, yeah. I'll come give you a hand you if you want. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, come along, it'll be excellent. Chris, do you have a letter? I do, from Dave Christie. He says, hey team at One Life Left, I had a fantastic idea for an insightful and thought-provoking letter. However, I had a power nap and now completely forgot what I was going to write. Oh. And then in brackets, he said a swear word, so trying to trip me up there. <laughs> he knows what you're like. Yeah, indeed. And then he says, so instead I'll just say thank you to the three of you and the staff behind the scenes involved in producing the show. Thanks for eight years of laughs, news, opinion and fun. The show is always something to look forward to and is always massively enjoyable. That's nice. Yeah. Massively. That's lovely. Massively. massively, thank you. Also, oh, that was kind of a cop out. Honestly, Dave. <laughs> totally understand that. Sometimes we all have naps and we all forget what we meant to say. But you've got two weeks now to um, write us a letter, don't you? Yeah, two weeks. We, it's in the UK next week, it's a bank holiday. Mm. Public holiday. I got asked today if uh, when I uh, first came in to say, "Oh, would you be able to re-record a show, uh, pre-record a show for next week?" I was like, "No, no, we won't. We're out of the country. Can't can't pre-record anything for this. Sorry." So uh, yeah, please do. We enjoy reading your correspondence. Um, so email team at onelifeleft dot com. Very much. <laughs> Clam and Mr. Fatman. <laughs> we, and we weren't surprised by its length at all, were we? Oh, we weren't. No. Totally prepared for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, just ease our way back into the next section. Yeah, yeah, it's been really good. That, yeah, easy. We had a party, didn't we? A third stay party. We did last week at the loading bar in Dalston at its new venue. It's a good place, isn't Thank it? Thank you ever so much to everybody who came. Mm. We had a good time. So, in case you didn't pick out in my... Uh, my introduction to that what that word was third stay now should we break this down a little it's yeah we should do can we guess it's really clever thanks if you guys could unpack it a little bit okay <laughs> hashtag third, third stay. stay now because it's, i don't understand well <laughs> one life left was asked to run an event but we're aware that a big part in running an event these days is marketing brands hashtag brands so we had a little With bit a of a think about how we were going to do this we need to come up with a, a unique brand, and the brand we've chosen is Third, Third Stay. Day. Now, that's good because we can get the hashtag. We can own that hashtag. It's ours. Back off, no Michael. I still don't understand it from Third a semantic level. Well, let me explain. Okay. Third Stay. Third Stay. There's two words involved in that. One. Third. Two. Thursday. <laughs> Third Stay. Third Stay. If you combine Third those things, so you this get... This is amazing because if I'm following... It's both a unique word that can be a hashtag yep. and an indication of when the event is. Yep. Thus, a total also, slam dunk. It's also easier to say than saying both the things together. Marketing. To save time. Save time. Third Marketing. Thursday. Third Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So the, third, the third Thursday of every month or the third Thursday. Not the third Thursday that exists. Like It's not every three Thursdays. That someone got complicated. Com- someone got really? thought that, yeah. It's the Actually, third... now you've mentioned it, yeah, know, that does right. make more sense. I know, and as soon as it was said, I was like, oh, we really need to clarify this. So the third stay of every month. So the third stay of June is the next one, i.e. the 19th of June. Oh, yeah, it's obvious, yeah. But just by saying 
you know, we're third doing check. it in the third stay of every oh. month. Everyone knows instinctively. This so, is good. Thanks. I think this is going to infect offices. I think oh, offices God, no are going to start scheduling things. We're going to have second Fridays. Friday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the fifth Saturday. Uh, actually, no one liked her, did they? <laughs> she got kicked. Hey. <laughs> um, Simon, that, that, like, was that was a joke. Like a that joke. I got. Was it? <laughs> uh, yeah, those of you who've been following us doing the video game karaoke, where we take uh, classic karaoke tracks and rewrite them to be about video games, um, we our promise to you during the third day is we're gonna have new material. New material. New material. So we had six new songs Come on our on. first Amazing. third stay. Imagine that. We will have even more of the next third stay, hopefully more than ten, and you can sing them. We will be doing all new karaoke there. We may be doing some other things as well. That's under discussion. So please, uh, if you're in London, come. And if you're not in London, do join in by uh, Skyping or writing us songs. There is a Facebook event <coughs> now for our second Thursday. I will second put that... Thursday. Thursday. I will put that URL on the One Life Left Twitter, which you can find at... Twitter.com slash One Life Left. <laughs> <laughs> that works, I suppose. At One Life Left. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. At One Life Left. It's been away for a while. It's mm. fine. Um, we'll and you should, you should join that. I think we might Twitch it as well. Now Twitch you are owned by Google. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, okay. Now, now we find them acceptable. <laughs> well, actually stream the singing, because that's a yeah. bad idea. Well, that, bad you idea, can only watch it if you've been drinking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need to take a breathalyzer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like but only if it's positive. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's time for another feature, I think. Uh... Super Roger World Chapter 64 Adrian There are some actors who dominate the industry None more so than Adrian Addison It often surprises industry outsiders That one man played both of the two biggest roles in games Mario and Sonic I was close to Aid as I played Bowser for much of the 1990s And although we were at odds on screen We became very close friends in real life He invited me to stay at his house in the south of France and in return, I invited him for a microwave dinner at the bedsit I share with my cats. He was always too busy though, rushing from playing Mario to playing Sonic in various genres of game, usually producing a couple of games in each franchise every year. He was able to switch from the avuncular, round little plumber to the speedy hedgehog at a moment's notice, and was a firm favourite with the fans at conventions. He won an awful lot of awards. It was a punishing schedule for any actor, and by the turn of the millennium you could tell by looking at Aid that it was taking its toll. His moustache was greying, and he took to wearing bandages to brace his legs whilst playing Sonic. The final straw came when Sega and Nintendo teamed up for Mario and Sonic at the 2012 Olympic Games. It was still awe-inspiring to see him at work, but the director pushed him too far. On the fourth day of production, whilst racing himself in the 100 metres, Aid collapsed to the finish line. I rushed to his side. It's a me, Sonic, he coughed, unsure as to which character he was playing, and then he died. Well, Aid, I said at his memorial service, that's what you get for being greedy. And that's why Nintendo had to make last year the year of Luigi.
listening to One Life Left in Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a radio show about video games and we are back. We are back. back. We are back. Back. There's heated discussion in the studio well, there with George. Some negotiations are going on. George, you're running the Radius the Radius Festival this year, aren't you? Well, I'm co-running it. You're sorry? You're, I'm co-running it. You're co-running it. it, okay. It's not me, not just me. Who, who, else, who are you running it with? So, Keith Stewart. Yeah, we've got yeah, him. Yeah, got he him. Does. He's, he's there. We own him. Oh, do you? Oh, good. Okay, good. That, well, it turns out that there's a clash on our Thursday. We've just... Well, it's What's your Thursday no. called? Cla- the 19th. No, no it's, it's <laughs> the Radius Festival. It happens to be the first days of the 19th as well. well they're all going to be... However... On the, uh, I think you'll find that it's now Thursday. just collectively known as the Thursday. The I'll Thursday. tell you what, yeah, it's exactly. On the that's the umbrella brand, One Life Left's Thursday. Ink Radius Festival. How's yes. that? Well, maybe, yes. We can ink you if you want. Can, yeah. You can ink me, but we should work together on this. I'll I tell you something, George. If we see you in our hashtag, yes. that'll be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> can I not, not hijack your hashtag? You touch it. You, you touch it. I don't touch Back it. Back off it. Try it. Try My it. hashtag I will... is none of your business. Yeah. I'm glad we've established those rules now. But we, we'll sort this. We'll link you in. We'll have this thing. Where... I'm not going on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> no one. I don't want you endorsing it. Exactly. <laughs> I think you should go because Simon Parkin's got a new... Have you seen it? It's so lovely, isn't it? It's like he's just sort of looking away as if as if, the, as if he doesn't realise the camera's there. I mean, it captures a moment of natural beauty. That? Pure Parkin. Oh, it's absolutely uh, wonderful. I, I always think I'd really like to cast Parkin as Peter Parker in the Spider-Man movies. Right. I think he looks dead on. Is yeah? that just because of the name and you got a bit confused? That's just because he's really handsome. He's, like, looking handsome. At him. he's so not lovely. that handsome up close. He is. How oh, close wow. are we talking about here? You've got to be really close. What, for him to stop being... And by then it's too late, because you're that close to me. Ah! <laughs> he almost <laughs> stops got existing. You. You've got to go through him. Wow. <laughs> can you endorse someone for treachery on LinkedIn? Yes, yes, you can. Let's all do that. George, Actually, what's your LinkedIn account? Oh. <laughs> uh, no. I, I don't think I have one. Okay, so we'll as, well as, doing, uh, as well as doing... Uh, linking to you, not linking in with you, uh, maybe on the Thursday, what else are we able to do? What so, else are you giving us? I want to do some negotiations here. What What else do you want? I mean, well, we well, want... can we show Crobble there for free? Yeah. Well, if they submit, they can. Sure. Okay, right, cool. okay you have okay. to go to www.radiusfestival.com. I will. Okay, right. Well, we've, yep. we've made that happen. Okay, what Chris, is? now you need to make something happen for us. Okay, what do you want? <laughs> we want it all. We want to stop asking questions and get on with it. What they want, I think, is they want three days of karaoke, video karaoke. Yep. And uh, rebranded Thursday, yep. Friday. Thursday, <laughs> 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 Thursday, Friday. Saturday. <laughs> you can yeah. have Friday. It doesn't really work. <laughs> exactly. It's yours. <laughs> Radius Friday. Look, we want to be uh, your preferred media partner. Yes. Minimum. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's let's talk about this. What what would you bring to the table? This. We would literally bring this. Yeah. yeah. This. If you, as long as you bring a, as as you, no, if you give us a table. Yeah, give us a table. I don't think that table would survive the move. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, you should, can you should come on the show and talk about radius? Yeah. If you want. I just realised I could have done. I, yeah, I just realised. Come this. on, ne- week after next, we haven't got a guest lined up. You, oh, yeah. No, well, come on well, next week. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> on mon- on yeah, no, Monday. No, no. Should, 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 should I just knock on the door on Monday? Yeah. yeah. Monday, yeah. So, like, it's radius. It's yeah. I'll yeah. do that. Then. Okay. Should I bring Keith? Do you, is Keith bring allowed Keith. in here? Bring Keith, yeah. Uh, bring well, Keith. it depends. Who's our preferred media partner? You, us or the Guardian? Mm, good question. It's you, if Keith's right answer. not here. Okay, cool. yeah, right. So we see you on the Monday. 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 <laughs> Monday. Tuesday. <laughs> This is going to be great, guys. I it think is. we'll get on together really I'm well. I'm looking, yeah. forward, to, I'm looking I'm really to, forward to having you in the studio, George. <laughs> yes, I'm worried now. I'll bring Keith so you can ask Keith all yeah. the really difficult questions. You just heard Ultra Sid and Silly Venture. Kind of appropriate. Seems a rude way of talking about George. <laughs> for us, I suppose it's time for us to go back to the subject of video games and time for mm. our review section. We've had a long time to play stuff. So many games. I have, but you've got to pick one, Simon. We've got to be quite brief. Okay, I've been playing Trials Frontier on iOS, which is uh, it's like the it's like a Trials game, 
but it is on, on iOS and you don't pay any money for it. It's free. They forgot to charge really? you. Oh no, don't tell them. There's a glitch. <laughs> There's a glitch and so you don't pay any money for it. It's like okay. £20 on the PlayStation and heaven. then you have to buy a season pass or something. Yeah, and you have to do jumps and then you have to find blueprints and sweets and stuff and then they make you wait for a bit. But that's fine. I only want to play it for half an hour. So uh, it's fine. It's really nice. Love it. Yeah, Charles Frontier on the iOS. It's good. Um, yeah, I've not spent any money yet at all. Brilliant. So it's an energy-based system. Yeah, like, lots of people were moaning about it because it's not trials um, what like what you get, but it's also not twenty pounds, mm. and it's, it's literally fine. It, it brings. Is it the same levels as on the PlayStation? No, it's not. They've been specially designed, and then you have to replay them, and then there's a spinny wheel bit at the end, which is a bit convoluted. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's 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 enormous fun and uh, challenging your friends from Facebook and their ghosts. You can race their ghosts even though the people aren't dead. Unless something <laughs> has happened to John oh John no. Blythe, because I have raised his ghost. And interesting. Hmm. So maybe I do have an opening. Yes. <laughs> Reads like a seven thing. Uh, yeah, seven out of ten. And what have you been playing? I've been playing Sparkle Unleashed, which is an iOS game. It's a match three thing, uh, and they look like little marbles, and they come out of like things that look like the earth and they roll around and you you get to shoot another marble and then you try and match three or more uh, and then they disappear and then more stuff comes out. It's pretty cute. There's like a um, a story attached to it which I didn't really get into. Something about the light of the earth has been taken away and you have to help find the light. And I was like, okay. And then there were just some marbles, and I was like, oh, I like the marbles. Don't really get the light stuff so much. Uh, but you, there are different like power-up things where you can explode stuff or freeze freeze everything. Um, and yeah, it's really fun. Like It's a, a nice little diversion for when you're just on the tube or the bus, not in the car. <laughs> uh, yeah, 7 out of 10. Chris? Uh, I've been playing Infamous Second Son on the PlayStation <gasps> 4 gaming console. Um, and just like your game, it involves light uh, that I didn't really understand and explosions. Uh, but it did cost me forty-seven ninety-nine from Tesco. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of money that's to spend. It's more than Trans Frontiers. Quite good, though, isn't it? It is quite good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I didn't really like the story that much. Really, but I did really like the way that everything blows up real good. What did, when it got to the bit where you had to make a decision? Yeah. What decision did you make? I made all bad man decisions because you... the powers you get for being a bad man are wicked yeah me too <laughs> you only made one decision I only made because it took you about 20 minutes to decide yeah <laughs> did you have to pause it go on gamefaqs.com and evil. look no, up this no this is just it, it about was, her conscience yeah. it's not about anything else it was whether I wanted uh, the what was it the aunt or grandmother or whatever she was to be um, hurt or not turns out I did yeah me too yeah first decision yeah. in the game you're offered the chance to uh, you know Either leave your grandmother to be hurt, or whatever she is, or uh, or or get away with it. Uh, it took you a very long time to <laughs> yeah. sort of like wrestle. Like you were going in, zooming to the good decision, zooming to the bad decision. What was in it? The end, yeah. So what was it that swayed you then? Why did you hate her? She went with her gut instinct. I went with my heart, <laughs> which is coal. <laughs> and my heart isn't good. Right. So you enjoyed it? Uh, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot to like. It's quite short, and once I completed it, I didn't have any inclination to play it anymore whatsoever. Um, and so for that reason, I think I'll give it a seven. Okay. Fair enough. enough. Michael. I've been playing uh, an old game, I think, well, a couple years old, SSX uh, for the PlayStation 3, which I chose because I can't snowboard in real life, and secondarily because I enjoy playing games where I can replace out the, high, the up-tempo dubstep music with very depressing songs so I replaced all the songs with the likes of Hurt cover by Johnny Cash uh, I had Jesus is a friend of mine in there um, I think I had Foolish Games by Jewel and snowboarding down a mountain at high speeds while listening to these is a lot of fun I highly recommend it did it impact the amount of tricks you were doing were you just kind of like <laughs> lopheadedly moping your way down the side of a mountain the contrast of it is is the most extreme Woo! thing about the sport, I would say. <laughs> hey! uh, I really loved it. I would give it a, a 10 out of 10, but okay. but uh, because of uh, being a couple years old, I'm going to have to knock it down to a 7. George? I've been playing Deadlight, which is the Xbox on... It's free PC. games on gold recently, wasn't yes, it? That's how is that why you've been playing Yes, it? that's why, because I don't have any money. And it was good. It's a zombie survival game, because we hadn't had those before. Uh, Side-scroller. 
And it's quite, it's really, because I was, you know, you, you don't know what to expect, because then you play it and you pleasantly surprised, because it looks very cool. Good. It's got the limbo look to it, hasn't yes, it? Yes, it, it has. And it's, it's the animations are nice. And uh, it plays, it's, it's set in 1984. Great year. Great year, that's what I thought. Yeah. And uh, it uses, it's got, a, as a loading thing, it's got a little tape. You know the old tapes? You, you're yeah, like, it's like, my, like my your phone, phone cover. Yeah. Like and a cassette tape. Like a cassette tape. Okay. And I was thinking, well, who of the newer, you know, the younger people will, will recognise that, that symbol? Because I nearly didn't anymore. Because yes, you So you've did. never seen the back of your phone? I ha- well, yes, I, really, I made that connection very late. <laughs> but, George, but who, you're a bit simple. Doesn't add up. <laughs> what score would you give it? A bit. Well, a seven out of ten. Okay, I yeah. do. Steve, um, I've been playing Hoplite. Oh, yeah. Hoplite is brilliant. If you only listen to one person on the radio show today, listen to me and listen to me when I say this. Get Hoplite. H-O-P-L-I-T-E. It is a turn-based strategy game for iOS and Android devices. You are a Hoplite, uh, which I believe is an ancient Greek soldier or something. Uh, you hop around on hexagons. It's a little bit like Advance Wars. It's a little bit like chess. Once you understand the rules and what your character can do, every time you um, go through a level, you add an extra power. That complicates those rules and abilities as well. But once you get it, it's brilliant. It takes you about half an hour to learn the skills, and I cannot put it down. It's my favourite game for a very, very long time. Excellent. That's going to be a high score, then. It is. Uh, that said, oh. mitigating the score. Oh. Mitigating the score. Uh, it's... I, it's I ugly. think that no, no, no. Well, it's not ugly, but the graphics are a little, a ugly. little bit sort of generic. I think a little earliest. Yeah, and I think the game has genuinely have had a negative impact on my life. So I can't, in good <laughs> conscience. <laughs> okay, sounds like fun. Give it a uh, full score, full full marks. So I'll give it a seven. Wow. Do get it though. Do get it. Uh, do get it. There is a free demo if you want to try it. Came out of a roguelike jam. Oh my goodness! Yeah, exactly. That's time. what I'm saying. Wow. Wow. Gotta go. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. Chris, good luck on Thursday. Thank you. Come back and see us with your next game yes, or your big to. success with your next to. Mike Bithell. <laughs> uh, Michael, nice to see you, George. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. And Steve, I've missed you. It's nice to be back. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>